Welcome to the Brave Church Podcast. We're so glad you decided to join us. Wherever you're listening from, we hope you're encouraged and inspired by today's message. Well, I'm excited, guys. This is my fourth time preaching this message, and I'm just more excited than ever to share this with you. There is a place that every one of us as believers needs to get to. There is a there is a place that we leave, and it's a place for there is a place that we all have to get to spiritually and mentally. And it's a place where our faith is so white hot, our, where our faith is so just contagious and we're so passionate about it that we can't help but share. Yeah. I've never seen a, a, a private Christian on fire for God. Uh, so excited about God. What I have seen is a public Christian excited about God. So I think where we need to get as believers is we have to go public with our faith. And in Mark chapter 16, Jesus says this. He said, uh, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved and, and who does not believe will be condemned. So it's kind of a heavy scripture, right? Everybody in this room, everybody. All of us, we're going to spend eternity in one of two places. Everybody in our city is going to spend eternity in one of two places. I don't know about you, but that motivates me. That Jesus wants all of Miami to spend eternity with him. He wants all of Miami to accept him. He wants all of Miami to believe in him. He wants all of Miami to walk in freedom. And there is a spiritual thing that we have to cross where we say, you know what, God, I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to fight that people know you. I'm going to go for it. I believe that Miami is going to be a city that is known for loving Jesus. Come on. Only in Dade County, man. We're the, we're the most Jesus-loving county. If you're from Broward, you can be second, you know. Um, if you're, I don't think we got any Monroe counties, but if you do, welcome, welcome. That's the keys. Come on. And we have to get to a place where we are public with our faith. So he's sending you and he's sending me. He's sending the extrovert and he's sending the introvert. Come on, introverts. Introverts, just raise up your hand hesitantly. Come on, real slow. Real, real. I'm an introvert. I can call myself out and all of us out. We're, we're introverts. We're in this together. And he's sending the rich and the poor. Come on. He's sending the young and the old. He's sending the experienced and the inexperienced out into the city. You might be like, man, I've been coming to Brave Church for, this is my first Sunday. How am I going to go public? Well, I believe that you're going to have an experience in this room that you're going to be like, you're going to be, you're going to walk out and say, you will not believe what I experienced at this church. God did something inside of me. I can't, I can't even articulate it. I can't even put it into words. All I know is that I was moved and I was changed. He's sending us out into our city. And every person in this room is being sent. It's our job to say yes. Everybody say yes. yes. Come on. So a few things happen when we go public. If you're taking notes, man, you're a world changer. Come on, because note takers are world changers. The first thing that happens when we go public is this. My life goes from being all about me to all about them. Everybody say them. them. Come on. We're, 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 we exist for them, right? It's okay to, to see our needs met, but we don't primarily exist just for us. There's something that happens um, at my house like all the time. It happens so often that 
it, it really like it made it into this message. It's so annoying. The thing that happens so often, multiple times a day, all throughout the week is the remote gets lost. The TV remote. Come on. Who's with me? Who's on the never ending search for your remote? That thing is like, man, it's like hidden treasure. It just, it just gets hidden and it's treasure and you can never find it. It's just, um, we have this remote that is, it's made to be lost. It's a dark color. It's thin. It's slippery. It's small. It's tiny. And what do we do when it'll just be the same color as our couch? Because it just gets lost. And what do we do when the remote gets lost, right? Man, guys, come on. Let's get up off the couch. Everybody stand up off the couch. All right. Anybody see it? No. Okay. Let's, let's move these blankets. You know, these throws. Move the throw blankets. Move your pillows. Get them off the couch. You see it? No. Okay. No one sees it. All right. Let's, let's dig to the back of that, the cushions. You know, you got to dig through the back of the cushion to see if it fell in that little secret place and it's not there. Oh, you're just feeling those crumbs that somehow have caramelized or just, they've gotten so hard. It's crazy. They're like tax. Not there. Okay. Guys, what if we separate the couch, right? Like, let's separate it and let's look in the cracks to see if it's in that three inch window. And, okay, not there. All right. What if we lift the couch up? Maybe it fell under the couch. You know, you can kick it maybe by accident. All right, let's lift the couch up. So we're lifting. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's right there. And then it's, you found it for a few minutes. And, and it, it's a funny story, but something came to my mind that, that, that's kind of serious and funny at the same time where do we look for our lost remotes more than we're looking for lost people in our city? Like seriously, we get creative when our remote gets lost, right? Like we're ready to put like a, like a tile tracker on there, a GPS, something that you can ping it and the noise. Will, like we get so creative and I just can't help but think like, God, have I looked for something that doesn't matter way more than someone that does matter? We have to be on the lookout. We have to be on the search. We, it's not all about us. It's all about them. We exist. Brave church. We are here for them. Come on. We are here to see God change a city. In Luke chapter 15, Jesus says this parable. He says, or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house? And search carefully until she finds it. And when she finds it, she will call in her friends and neighbors and say, rejoice with me because I found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. You know what the nine coins are? I believe the nine coins are is our comfort, right? It's what we what we're okay with. Man, I'm good just coming to Brave. Man, I, I go to a dinner party. Man, I, I, I do this. I do that. I mean, I'm just good. Or, you know, I come to Brave once a, twice a month. Okay, let's, let's up it a little bit. And um, we can be okay with some certain things. But you know what the 10th coin is? It's our faith going to that next level. Right? A lot of people can be okay with nine. Man, I got nine. I'm so good. I still got nine, you know, 90% of it. But, but the 10th coin is going to the next level. See, the, the thing that we need to change in our minds is there's a lot of people that say, man, I believe in God. I, I'm a Christian, man. I'm living for God. I think that 10th coin is, man, I'm living for God and I'm here to make a difference. Yeah. 
Like I, I'm a believer. I, I love God, but it's not going to stop there. I'm going to make a difference. My family, man, I'm going to make a difference. My workplace, I'm going to make a difference. My school, I'm going to make a difference there. So we have to change this internal conversation we have to take ourselves to this next level. We just say, man, I, I'm, a, I'm go to church for me. I'm just doing me. I'm just focused on me. And we have to start changing it to, man, I'm going to church. Maybe I've had a rough week, but who can I bring with me? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who needs this? Yeah. Who can I bring with me? Or, you know what? I know I'm busy with school. Where are all my students at? Get good grades. Good, good, awesome. I better be getting straight A's. Get good grades, or, or you're not allowed to wear the brave gear to school because no, can't have any anybody getting F's at school wearing brave gear. We're the smart church, and and right, it, like typically people are like, man, I'm so busy with school, or I hate school, or I don't want to be there, and I just want to get in my class and then I get out. But but what if we change the internal conversation to, you know what? I, I, I'm in school right now, but I'm going to I'm going to look at my class and I'm going to make it about them. I'm not going to I'm not going to just treat them as people that I, I'm just going to forget about and never see again. But I'm going to I'm going to take this opportunity and take it as God put me in my class to make a difference. It, all, all of us can make a difference. Maybe God changed up your schedule so you could have the schedule you didn't want. So you could be in a class with someone who needs you. Who knows? You never know. One of the other things that I feel like we need to change and I feel like is so important is, is even our, our, the, our family dialogue. Man, I got my wife and my kids and we're just about us and we're doing us and, you know, we're going to go, you know, have fun, just us. And, and, and what if we changed the family dialogue to being just all about us to our family on a mission? Come on, we're, we're, we're not just going to be, man, it's just us and I'm just going to focus on my kids until they're, you know, 18 or in college or whatever. And then then I'll start doing all these missional things and caring about lost people. Or, you know, what if we do something where it's like my family is going to be on a mission? My kids, they're two and three years old and they know we go to movie theater church. That's what we call it on, on Sunday morning. You guys ready to go to movie theater church? They know that we're there on a mission. They, they, can't, they maybe can't say it, but they know that we go there to do something. And I feel like that is the best thing that I could put in my kids is that it's not all about us. That I want to raise kids where it's, it's about them. And, and we can change a city if we could change that dynamic because it's not just about us. It's about them. Amen. Amen. I'll never forget in high school, um, I didn't grow up in church, I didn't grow up believing in God, but there was this guy in high school, and uh, he always invited me to church, like every week he invited me to church, and I was such a jerk, come on, any jerks in the room, just kidding, don't raise your hand, um, I was such a jerk, I was such a punk, and uh, he would always invite me to church, and I would always say nearly the same thing, I don't need church to believe in God, I always say that, I'm such a jerk, I just felt like it was a good excuse. I didn't want to go to church with him. I, 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 didn't, I wasn't there yet. I wanted to do my thing. And this guy, I'll never forget, over and over and over, he invited me. He kept inviting me. He never, he never gave up. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, I was like Are you asking me again? You know? and, and he just kept asking me and asking me and inviting me to church. And I'll never forget, 
how many times he invited me because it was over years. And I always said no. He just kept inviting me. And the, the interesting thing is I never took him up on his offer. I always said no. I never said yes. A couple years later, I'm in college. And you know when you try everything in the world but nothing really satisfies? You know, you've done everything, you tried everything, and you're like, you know what? I'm emptier than I've ever been in my whole life. I thought to myself, well, the only thing I haven't tried is God. That's the only thing I haven't tried. So I made the decision, I'm going to try God. So, so I called this guy, I was like, hey man, <laughs> I want to go to church. He was probably like, what? Is, wait, who? <laughs> so he told me the church to go to. And my life got changed. I'm standing here today because of maybe someone's invite to, and it says that you never know. There's this principle that, that I hold on to, and it says that it's not a no, it's a not yet. So as you're inviting people, as we're trying to make a difference in our city, you're going to probably get, you might get 99 no's, but that one yes, that's someone's eternal life change. And that's what it's about. I'll never forget the look in the guy's eye. I, I, I knew it wasn't about him, him getting me to church for a selfish reason. He cared about me. Yeah. It, it was all about them to him. Like he cared about me. And that, and that is what changed me. So Brave Church, as we go out into our city, there's going to be a look of love that comes through our eyes of compassion and belief in people that people might hold on to. And you might not see the results of it for years. Because yeah. we're here to make a difference. We're all, we're all about them. It's not just all about us. That's how we can go public. And um, I'm just so grateful for that, for that, that guy dealing with so much rejection. Because we get rejected, right? Yeah. Right? We get rejected by people who are like, yeah, I don't want any of that. I don't want to have anything to do with that. People are going to reject you. But I think what we can get to is we brush it off and we just say, you know what? I did my part. I'm going to keep inviting. I believe in this person. And when we go public, everything, everything can, can change for somebody. So let's step into all that God has for us. Come on, Easter's this Sunday. This is an amazing time to invite. This is an amazing time to get the word out. People are more receptive to come to something, something like Easter than maybe just a typical Sunday because something maybe triggers in their head, like, maybe I'll give it a shot. There'll probably be a lot of people there. If I want to hide in the crowd, I can. Come on. We've all hid before. You know, I'm just going to go check it out. I'm going to hide, sit in the back, you know, check it out. And Easter is a great time for us to do that. So load up on invites and, and man, let's take it to the next level. The second uh, thing that happens when we go public is this. My life goes from being accidental to intentional. My life goes from being accidental to intentional because we don't reach people accidentally, right? I can't remember the last time I did something incredible on accident, right? Can you remember the last time you aced that test on accident? Remember the last time that you just, man, you, you were just so proud of yourself, but it just happened on accident. Can you remember the last time you made a huge difference in someone's life on accident? Someone just comes up to you and they're like, you will never believe what you have done in my life. And you're like, have we met? You're, <laughs> right? Amazing things don't happen on accident. I, I can't name a multi-million dollar business that just exploded on accident. It's hard work. It's intentionality. You know, here at Brave, we've got um, some amazing chefs and cooks that work at 
some of the best restaurants in Miami. And I can't cook at all. Anybody with me? Come on. Yeah, 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 you're afraid to raise your hand. I'm not. I'm just, I own it. I'm horrible at cooking. I'm so bad. But we have some amazing chefs here. And to work at some of the best restaurants in Miami, right? We are a big city with high expectations and word spreads fast. So if you are a good cook and you have a good restaurant, get ready for a line out the door. The chefs that are here at Brave, I believe they haven't been um, amazing because it happened on accident. They didn't stumble into a kitchen, <laughs> you know, like me, uh, intentionally. Like they, had, they don't stumble into a kitchen and cook up some amazing paella. That's my favorite food, by the way, paella. So good. But they did it intentionally. They trained. They worked hard. Man, you sweat in the kitchen. They put in some, some work. They, they were intentional about it. And when it comes to going public, we have to be intentional. We have to go public intentionally. It's not going to happen accidentally. So right now, be thinking about how you can be intentional. Be thinking about how, you know, maybe your thing is when five o'clock hits, you know the fastest exit to your car. Like, you know, I'm not taking the elevator because I might have to talk to people. I'm going to park next to the stairwell because if I park next to the stairwell, no one uses the stairwell. I can, I can jump in my car and, and escape as quick as possible. What if we change from, from that to, you know what? I'm not going to run out of work. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about who I can maybe just strike up a conversation to, maybe strike up an invite with, and we change it up. We're intentional. Or maybe you step into your class and you're like, man, this is, my, this is the group that I'm going to pray for. This is the group that I'm going to reach this year. I'm going to just think of myself as their pastor. And I'm just going to reach them. And I'm going to care about them. And even if they reject me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be intentional. They're going to know that I go to Brave Church. They're going to know that I love God. And I'm going to invite them. And we get intentional. Or maybe your neighbor. I was challenged by this recently. Because, you know, you can live next to your neighbor for a long time and actually never talk to them except the wave, you know, the wave in the car. <laughs> Y'all know the wave, I guess. And I was challenged by this last, you know, how you doing? But I've lived in my house and I haven't talked to my neighbor. Like we've done the wave, done the what, you know, how you doing? But we never talk. So I said to myself, the next time I see them, I'm going to talk to them. I'm going to strike up a conversation. So the next time I saw them, I go, hey, 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 I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to introduce myself. I, we never like formally met. I just wanted to introduce uh, myself, let you know we have a friend next door. Uh, I'm a pastor at Brave Church. If you, your family ever need anything, we are here for you. And um, something incredible happened. They go, they wanted to call me father, but I was like, I'm not a, just call me Dave, call me D, call me anything, just, you know, let's, you guys know what I'm talking about, I'm not a father, and they go, something, something tragic has happened in our, in our family, and they began to tell me about this, um, this, this big, you know, accident, car accident, lots of injuries, you know, their, their grandparents, so it was their grandkids, Hearts are broken, shattered. They're not sure what to do. And they kept saying, remember, remember me in your prayers. Remember me in your prayers. And they kept saying that. And I just kept thinking, man, I go to Brave Church and we'll remember you in our prayers, but we're going to pray today. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not going to just put it on the back burner. We're going to pray. 
I go, guys, I'm going to remember you in our prayers, but let's pray right now. So we joined hands and we began to pray. And man, I prayed and I prayed with faith and belief. And at the end of it, guess what? We're all like in tears because God met us in that moment. God was there. And something changed because I decided to be intentional. So maybe you need to think about your neighbor. Maybe you need to think about the the person that you maybe regularly see on a walk and say, you know what? Maybe it's not coincidence. Every time I open my door, they're passing by my front door with their dog. Like I'm going to say hello and I'm going to invite them to Easter. So we have to get intentional, right? We have to go there. We have to think about it. We have to put it in our hearts and in our minds that we're not going to just allow it to be up to chance because that never works out. Luke chapter three, it said, it says this. So the master told his servant, go out to the highways and hedges and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. Can everybody say full? Full. Come on. Jesus wants his house full. He wants it full more than anybody in this room, including me and Pastor David. He wants it full more than anybody that that's on the planet right now. He wants his house full. He wants every church full. He wants he wants people to know him. He wants people to love him because he's he's sitting here with his arms wide open, ready to embrace humanity. And he's given us the task to spread the message. So it's up to us to fill up his house. It's up to us to be intentional and say, you know what? It's not all about me. It's all about them. It's up to me to do this intentionally and not accidentally. So Brave Church, where we're headed is is we're headed to a place where we're all going to be intentional together. Let your car be filled with invites. So whenever you go through a a drive-thru, you're ready to pass one out. Put them in your wallet, right? Put them in the gas thing, right? I saw someone put it in the debit card thing at the gas tank. I'm like, that's good. Miami's kind of windy. Things probably blow out. That's a great thing right there. So you pull it out. Hopefully no one ever thinks they're like breaking into the gas pump. I'm always scared that my card's the one that's going to get scanned or whatever. So we have to be intentional. Um, And there's this quote from this amazing man of God I want to share with you because it's a challenge to me. He says this. There are many of us that are willing to do the great things for the Lord. But many, but few of us are willing to do the little things. So how that challenges me is we can get pumped up for Easter, right? Man, we can get pumped, we can get excited, and we should get pumped and excited. But what I think would be a huge win for us is if we said, you know what? I'm going to go public starting Easter, but my going public isn't going to end there. The week after Easter, I'm just going to be just as pumped up, just as excited. Because it's more than one big outreach. It's more than one big invite. It's more than one big push. We have to be people that are doing it on a regular basis, right? Because we can all do it one time. Everybody in this room can do something one time. But you know what few of us want to do, or maybe we we forget to do, is to do it multiple times. To do it over and over again. That's how we're going to take a city, is little by little person by person, invite by invite. That's how we change our city. That's how we impact uh, lives is little by little. So I want to be a person that God says, you know what? He did the little things. It was the little invites no one ever saw. It was the little conversations that were never public. It's the little things. It's the little messages that, that just was an encouragement to someone. And little by little, 
mixed with the big things, man, we are going to see Miami change. We believe that. We believe that. I believe that. The last thing is this. When I go public, my life goes from being convenience-driven to cause-driven. Everybody say cause. Brave Church is a cause. It's a movement. Our family, one of our favorite vacations is, is cruises. I got to be honest. Anybody like a cruise? Cheer for a cruise in church, I promise. Cruises are like our favorite thing. You, they're affordable, right? You book it in ahead of time. You pay, and then everything's taken care of. You get on the ship. The food's amazing. Eat as much as you want. Come on, who loves to eat? Amen. And you can, you, you, you arrive at these amazing ports after, you know, the last, the last cruise we went on, I finally got to go to Puerto Rico. This guy gave me, he actually happened to be there at the same time and, and showed us around and so excited to be there. But we love cruises and last year was the first time we took our, our kids on a cruise and they're, they're always saying, daddy, when are we going on big boat? I want big boat. I'm like, I want big boat too. I was like, we got to raise the money to go on big boat. Daddy, can we buy some more money? Yeah, why not? <laughs> and I love cruise ships and I could sell cruises for a living because I believe in them so much. They're the best vacation. I just, they're the best. Don't ever pay for the internet package. Just disconnect. I'm telling you, it's the best. And Pastor David shared something not too long ago that has stuck in my heart. That different types of churches are like different types of ships. There are a lot of churches that are like cruise ships. Man, get on and feast. Get on and relax. Get on and and take it easy. Get on and enjoy yourself. And when you're done, get off the boat. And we'll see you when you return. But can I tell you, if you're new to Brave Church, can I tell you what kind of boat we are? We're a rescue boat. Come on, we are a boat that might not always be the most easy to be on, the most comfortable to be on, but we are on a mission. We are part of a cause to see our city change. And on a rescue boat, you have to be ready to go no matter what happens. You have to be ready to go whether you're ready or not, whether you feel it or not, because people's lives are at stake. People's eternities are at stake. So if you're new to Brave Church, I want to let you know that's what kind of boat we are. And that's where we're headed. We're a rescue boat. We're here to make a difference in our city. You know, Matthew chapter 5, it it says this. Jesus is saying, you are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they set it on a lampstand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In case you didn't connect the dots you and me were the light the, this church is the light Miami is the house and God is saying I'm making you go public I want you to go public and not hide your light under comfort not hide your light under fear not hide your light under hesitation not hide your light under excuses, but to reveal yourself to Miami as people who love Jesus and that you're here to make a difference. There is no such thing as a private Christian. 
The only thing that truly exists and lasts is a public Christian. I've never seen a private Christian make it for a long time. I haven't. A public Christian, man, I see God use them because we're living for a purpose. Come on, when we live for ourselves, man, no one's satisfied by that. No one's satisfied by just living for ourselves, living for our comfort. We're here to be a part of a cause. And if it's okay, I want to go just one level deeper with you. Are you okay with that? It's one level deeper with you. It says this in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Do you know that when you go public, you have the keys of heaven in your hands? Do you know that when you go public, all authority in heaven is right next to you, ready to see something change, ready to see freedom in your family, ready to see freedom in your workplace, ready to see freedom in your city. Come on. Come on. So we serve a God that not only he wants us to go public for, but he wants us to change the atmosphere and the places that we go into. You might hit your workplace. Guess what? You have the keys of the kingdom at hand. You go in and you start praying and you start saying, in Jesus' name, this anger be gone right now. In Jesus' name, this depression, this heaviness at my workplace, I break it in the name of Jesus. And you step in with the authority. Maybe you're at school and man, school is a, man, it just feels heavy. It feels crazy, man. You can make a difference. You have the authority to change your school. Come on, your families too. Come on. Families are complicated, right? Families, we have the authority to pray for our families. My whole family thought I was crazy. Anybody else? <laughs> They're like, you're crazy. You love, you love church more than us. All this kind of stuff. And I prayed for my, my father for seven years. We were very disconnected and very far apart. And after seven years, my, my, dad, my dad just accepted Jesus and has been forever changed ever since. But I kept praying. I kept believing. So Brave Church, we, we have a God who's saying it's time to go public. We have a God who's given us the keys to the kingdom. We have a God that's on our side that's never lost a battle. Not even at the cross. He's never, he's never been removed from his throne. He's never dealt with something that he can't handle. He's never been defeated and he's never and he never will be. You pushing you. Change. Know that you have a God with all power right next to you, believing in you, pushing you, changing you. That is what God wants to do in us. It's time to go public. It's time to do it. It's time to go there. This is the cause that Jesus has designed you and me for. So fear needs to go. Hesitation needs to go. Excuses, we gotta, we gotta put those away. We have to say, you know what, God? I'm intentional. I'm doing this on purpose fighting for a cause it's not just about me it's about it's about them so in this place i'm going to ask you to respond to this message if you're in this room and maybe you're brand new to to brave i'm so glad that you're here today 
Maybe you've been coming for a little while just checking out God, but if you're in this room and you say, you know what, I've never given my life to Jesus. I've known about him and, and I've heard of him, but I've never invited, I've never asked him to come into my life and, and help me and save me and forgive me. In a second, I'm going to ask you to respond by, by raising your hand. So everybody would just bow your heads and, and just close your eyes and think on God. If you're in this room today and you'd say, I need Jesus to do what only he can do. I need him to come into my life and give me a fresh start. I need him to come into my situation and turn it around. I need him to come into my life. I want to know this Jesus that you've been talking about. If you're in this room today and you'd say, that's me, I'd ask you just to raise your hand right now so I know who to pray for. That's you. One, two, three. Raise your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Hands are up all across the auditorium. Anybody else? Thank you. I see you, sir. Thank you. I see you. Thank you. I see you. Anybody else? Amen. In a second, we're going to pray together, but I have one more question. If you're in this room and you say, God has stirred something in me. Tonight, God has put something inside of my heart. He's put something on the inside of me that, that's saying, I need to go public. I need to, I need to change where I'm at tonight. I need to walk out of here as a, as a public Christian, ready to be intentional, ready to do this thing on purpose, ready to go for this cause. If you're in this room today, I'm going to ask you to do something public. In a second, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. If you're in this room today and you say, you know what, pastor, you've been speaking to me. I need to go public. My time has come to finally go to that next level of my faith. I'm going to be a public Christian. And I'm excited about that. If that's you on the count of three, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet. One, amen. Amen to your feet if you're ready to go public. Amen. Amen. Hey, God is good. Amen. Amen. Come on. This looks like a group of people who are about to change a city in Jesus' name. Everybody would stand to your feet with me today. I want us to pray together. I want us to believe together. If you can join me on your feet, we're going to pray out loud all together and we're going to believe for something amazing to happen in this moment. If you're in this room today, I want you to pray with me right now. Let's pray together. Say, Jesus, right now, come into my life, come into my heart. I'm ready to go public. I'm coming out of the shadows. Send people to me that I can reach for you. I believe that the best is ahead and that Miami will know you. In Jesus' name I pray. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Brave Church. For more information or to get in touch with us, visit us at bravemiami.com.